0: Welcome to Never Break KFAB. My name is Michael Davis. Your name is...
1: MCD! Hello, your name is... Lifting Weight. That
0: is your name. That's my name. Alright, what are you doing?
1: Uh, Rick.
0: I'm <laughs> welcome once again to Never Break But This is going to be a bonus issue
1: Woo! today
0: because today is March 24th. And it is a very exciting day in American history. Today in Memphis, Tennessee, it's officially recognized as Sputnik Monroe Day. Ooh.
1: Sputnik Monroe Day? That? Today is that's...
0: Sputnik Monroe Day.
1: How old did that perched name?
0: Well, it's pretty old. Oh, It comes all the way back from the 1950s.
1: Whoa, that's too old. Yeah. No, that, no, no, 1950s are like only 70 years ago.
0: That's well, you're, old. you're really quick with math. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> a Rick, long
1: time ago, in 2000 years, athletes.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, since the. Uh, uh, based on whatever figurements. I don't know. <laughs> So Rick, without saying much more, cause it would completely kill the podcast. But this is to answer this question truthfully. Do you know who Sputnik Monroe is? Yes. Yes, I I, I thought you would.
2: I, is yeah. he a wrestler?
0: Sputnik. Well, this is never break kayfabe. So
2: he's a um, comic book artist. <laughs> oh, that cool.
0: No, he's a wrestler.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would correct you on that. <laughs>
0: But today is a very special day because it is recognized today as Sputnik Monroe Day because of the actions of one person, Roscoe Sputnik Monroe, who was a professional wrestler in the Memphis, Tennessee area, area territory, and his direct influence on the civil rights movement.
1: Are you good, Dad? Could you said, you did, you finally said the word, and I was happy.
0: What word? When you
1: said area.
0: Oh, uh, territory?
1: <laughs> yeah, territory. When you were trying to say territory, and yeah. I was happy you finally got around to it.
0: Thank you. But we're going to talk about Sputnik Monroe now. And, I, do you want to try to tell the story, Rick?
2: Oh, uh,
0: yeah. I'm going to let Big Rick give the history lesson today
2: as we celebrate
0: sputnik monroe day
2: so way back in the 1950s way way back (laughs) there was a uh thing called professional wrestling and everybody went to the big arenas to see it it was pretty fun but there's another thing called segregation which was not as fun Which meant all the people of a certain color could sit at the bottom, but everybody else had to sit at the top. And one guy went to thinking, this isn't good. This is not right. We should do something about it. So he went to his boss and he thought about it the way that he... He thought of a way to get him to get on his side to desegregate this area. He was like, yo, you want to make more money? There's not a lot of seats at the bottom, but you're stopping people from going to the top. Why not open the entire area for everyone to sit at? That way you get more money. He's like, I like money. Okay. So after that, they desegregated the Memphis Coliseum because a wrestler by the name of Smut Munroe thought, yo, that's not good. <laughs> All right,
0: so you just gave the fifth grade rendition of that book report. Now let's let's throw some meat into it. Let's make this a twelve page book report instead of a four page book report.
1: Hey, I live on the simple side. <laughs> hey, I I can do a long. For, well forget 12 paid make it flirty for me get my writing big.
0: Yes we'll, we'll fill out we'll fill out the, <laughs>
1: Like we it for we'll one fill page out the
0: explanation a little. Yes. Bit. Scott <laughs> Nick Monroe was a professional wrestler in the 1950s and because of the Jim Crow laws. Uh, segregation uh, limited uh, African American persons from doing many things that uh, and Caucasian a- Americans could do.
1: And they had to pay more, too, because they were in the higher seats. That's uh, not true. Wait, that's were they true. in the small? In the- Don't
0: worry about it. That, that's not quite true. Uh, but because that because of the segregation rules that were set forth, there was uh, there was an issue. Uh, professional wrestling has always been very big in Memphis, even today, uh, with uh, the viewing of. Championship Wrestling from Hollywood is a major television program on one of, I think it's CW30 in, in Memphis. I, I know that because of the owner and director Dave Marquez. Mm-hmm. Um, but Memphis has always been a hotbed of wrestling. I mean, anybody that's anybody has come out of Memphis. The, the Undertaker, The Rock, Jerry the King Lawler, like and this, the no, uh, and more like more people are more deeply rooted in the history of wrestling. Jeff Jeff and Jerry Jarrett, um, the Rock and Roll Express, the Midnight Express, the Road Warriors, the Fabulous Ones, Dude, The
2: Rockers.
0: Man, Rock, Macho Man Randy Savage, the Rockers were the AWA Southern Tag Team Champions of Memphis. So many people came out of Memphis. Memphis is uh, the place is is has a strong place with professional wrestling. One, Roscoe Sputnik Monroe kind of saw a problem in that he wanted to intentionally push the Bookers to change things. So what he did, he didn't just go and have a conversation to the to with the Booker. He went out and became the African Americans champion. Uh, Roscoe uh, uh, Sputnik Monroe uh, went and ate dinner at uh, African American only restaurants. He spent a lot of time in African American areas and he started to befriend all these African Americans that they wanted to come and see him wrestle. And because that he took the time to kind of cross those color barriers and he went to spend time with african-american communities interacting he was doing missionary work
1: That cool
0: and he was just building relationships and he built these relationships so tightly that they wanted to come see him wrestle they wanted to come and see him participate and what that happened is he got such a drawing he got such a fan base in the african-american communities of memphis that the top row, the, the blacks only section would sell out and the the whites only section was that there was empty seats. Then he got to where that you were talking about, where that he went and he talked to the promoter and he went and said, hey, you're selling out the top section all the time. and But then you've got all these empty seats in the bottom row. I don't know about you, but you're losing money. I mean you're letting money walk walk away. And out, out of the work that he did, that he went and he became the the person who crossed the lines, the color lines and and started building relationships and and community with with African Americans and because he was doing the work to become the friend of the people and they were coming in response to him that that, that he's, he made it hard for the promoters to say, Yeah, w- yeah, we're losing money.
1: Can I do the kindergarten through first, first grade reason?
0: Uh, um, yes. So.
1: <laughs> Basically, there were many heads that didn't like people together and thought that would bad people together. And then the night person came on and said, No, but will not stand. We have to be together because that's the only way the country would run and it was meant to run since the beginning. Yes. And then on top of that, and then the night nice guy won.
0: And then the night nice guy won. Thank you, for the, <laughs> thank you for the kindergarten explanation of everything I was talking about. Through
1: first grade. But
0: the, the reality of it all is after that Sputnik Monroe did all this work, made it possible that convinced the promoters and the bookers to open it up. I mean, he opened up some possibilities, not just for professional wrestling, but for everybody. I mean, that was the first desegregated area in, in Memphis. That was the first uh, play, that wrestling being the first place that opened up the doors so that more and more people could attend no matter their race opened up the doors for people like Elvis Presley, who was also a Memphis staple. Uh, other people like the Beatles who came through to have all of these sell out concerts and and really build build a, a complete and overall fan base. Uh, what Sputnik Monroe did for professional wrestling and, and yes, his own pocketbook. I mean, he opened the door that made it possible not just to to set an example that that this agreement could work, but to to make it possible that everyone could benefit from everyone being allowed to participate
2: i I didn't meant like to like make him more rich. I just said like a good way to get a businessman to get on your side is to is
0: to talk about money so that that's just how it is so i i'm I'm kind of. Rick I'm really sad because I had always wished that you would get like um, like a civil rights history paper that you would that you would have had to write in school because I I would have I would have pushed and almost begged you to write a paper about Sputnik Monroe we
2: we would have probably wrote like an leq or something about that time period
0: what's a leq
2: uh it's just like i can't i don't know like what it stands for but like an leq is like you're given a prompt and then you answer it with just like what you know there's Uh a dbq that you get documents that you have to use on it yeah
0: yeah well an lbq or or whatever LEQ, LCD, LED, that's the lights, huh?
1: Do you think he helped did some players like Tony Gwynn and other
0: no, circumstances
1: I, I don't. a little bit? Because they got like, hey guys, we need to start welcoming more people in. Cause look how much money we can get.
0: No. <laughs> I think that was more Jackie Robinson than... Okay. ...than Sputnik Monroe. But Tony
1: Gwynn walk Tony,
0: Tony Gwynn was more off of um, Jackie's work. But that's this... I wanted to do this podcast real quick today on March 24th and to celebrate Sputnik Monroe Day Woo! with you all. And that was Never Break Kayfabe. Your name is... <laughs>
1: Uh, lifting weights <laughs> And
0: what are you doing? Uh, Rick And your name is
1: MTD Hello again Your name is
0: Michael Davis Happy Sputnik Monroe Day
1: Woo.